0: Yo, welcome to the Home for Anime. I am your host, GPC, great podcaster Callie, and I think it's time for another hangout session. And if it's time for a hangout session, that means I'm hanging out with somebody. And that somebody happens to be Robert. What's good, bro?
1: Not much. Just enjoying this evening. Beautiful, hot Florida during this nice summer day.
0: Jesus, Murphy, this man had to say Florida. You're a Florida man. That's what I know you as now. (laughs) it's all true we've uh we've been watching anime that's the thing that you and i have both been doing because you have you have a shop that you run yeah i run a shop with our friend
1: Lori. grew up since we were 10 we've been friends and you know over the course of the last couple years everybody reassessing their life and everything we finally decided to work together on a business venture and kind of put out our love for anime and pop culture and work up some designs and start selling online various shirts, phone cases, stickers, and everything. It's been an adventure and a learning journey at that, but it's been fun to connect with so many people uh, with it as well. And using Instagram to meet and share our love for anime with everyone.
0: Yeah. Like I've seen some of the stuff that you have on there, like the bags and the crop hoodies. And even though I of course have my dad bod and I'm a bit hairy, so I can't wear crop hoodies like i used to but i'm still like damn it if i was 10 years younger i would be rocking that that crop i would be rocking that crop because i'll tell you a funny story uh i went to work this was like four or five years ago i had a university job i went to the university job i cut up my work shirt because i just wanted to see if i could like Kind of throw people off because I was, I was i was i was i was weird back in in the college days at least the first two or three years um and there's this guy who, who uh all he did was lift his name was john or something and he was always cool but he he saw that he saw me walk in the building in my crop top that was originally my work uniform and he was like he just he just he just nodded, he just nodded his head. <laughs> I was like John, do you have anything to say? He's like <laughs> just that shaking head, disapprove. Just, just shaking the head, and then my boss was like, Cameron, nice. <laughs> oh, she was just, the
1: college fashion is quite a specific memory for me. I finally got my mom on board to buy me a pair of Jinkos, which I always thought were so cool. The big flared out jeans. And Aww. a decade too late, but I was that person <laughs> I was like, well now I have them. So I rocked those as much as I could. And I had, you know, all the hot topic anime shirts that I could wear and everything. And I just thought I was the pinnacle of coolness.
0: <laughs> Dude, I remember uh I don't know when you stopped Shopping at Hot Topic, because um, we're we're about you and I are about ten years apart in age, I believe, or eleven. Um, yeah, I think so. So the the bands that were come that will not coming out, but that were coming back or fading out, like My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, all them, they were huge at Hot Topic, and I would go there to the mall every week or every two weeks and just like, "Oh my god, I need to get the new Fallout boy uh <laughs> shirt, pants. They they used to have those pants that were like half and half, so one half would be like white and black checkered and the other would be red and black checkered. And looking back now, I'm like you have to be pretty sociopathic to wear something like that and feel comfortable. <laughs> Like, they just seemed so
1: cool at that time.
0: They did. They seemed so cool, and like I, I was like, I can like I I can wear anything. My youthful exuberance just it failed me. <laughs> uh, I
1: think my worst like fashion anime related crisis was I don't even know where I got. At some point, I picked up these keychain like dog tags with the One Piece characters, mm-hmm. and I had. Got each one on a necklace. There was like seven of these hanging from one like chained necklace I would wear. And again, you couldn't tell me anything wrong about it. I thought it was just the coolest.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay. I think you got me beat. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Because now all I wear are bootleg anime tees. Which reminds me, I do need to buy something from your shop.
1: Absolutely, we can <laughs> figure something out.
0: For sure. So you and I, we watched uh, Bubblegum Crisis. Well, I watched it recently. I don't know how long it's been for you.
1: So I had watched it, I had this great gap in my anime adventures. So I was really big into it in high school. So for me, it's 2000. And then I got into college and then started working. And I took this dip in watching shows it wasn't probably until another 10 years I dipped back in with Madoka Magica and Erased, I want to say, the first kind of couple big ones that really started diving me back into it. And over mm-hmm. the last two years, I started re-watching. So I rewatched Bubblegum Crisis. Over the course of this last year, I'd watch an episode, forget about it for a couple weeks, forget about it for a month, then catch another episode. I truly just fell back in love with it.
0: You have a higher opinion of it than I do.
1: <laughs> so, do you want to go with your opinion first, or
0: I would love to hear what you have to say first. Actually,
1: I truly you watched the the OVA, right? The original. Yeah,
0: the one from like eighty seven to ninety one. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I'm. It's always hard rewatching something, right? Because there is this. I think inflation is probably the right word of good and nostalgia, right? Of things mm-hmm. that you think are good at a certain time and coming back to them and some of them hold up and not. And I will say bubblegum crisis for me, held up. It delivers a very specific timeframe for anime, a very specific vision of the future Mm -hmm. of robots and technology and where that comes from a very specific edgy, hard rock, uh, I guess, Japanese take on this rock goddess, right? And I think Bubblegum Crisis delivers that exceptionally. And I like how each episode delivers a little bit of a different style. Yeah, There's a little bit of a different story from each episode. There's a little bit different storytelling, a little more detective, a little more action, a little more love. And I think those themes, they do really well. From episode to episode, in my opinion, the downside is, there's some things I couldn't quite tell you which name of the corporation was after who and why there's these little foggy parts. I'm like, I know if I wrote this down, I would figure it out, but I was able to just kind of disconnect and enjoy each episode as it went through.
0: So I, uh, the best thing I can say about Bubblegum crisis, the music is great, but (laughs) the best thing I can say is I have, I have a huge crush on Lena. Probably, Fair. probably second only to Botan at this point. Okay. if if anybody's been um, listening long enough, Botan is my wife. Always has been. Always will be.
1: I'm late to the EU game, but I truly have enjoyed watching it. But we can come back to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it the music is the music fucks from beginning to end. And what what it what did they say in Fifty Shades of Grey? It fucks hard. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. It's it just from every song, especially the first one, like that opening concert scene really set the stage for what Bubblegum Crisis was going it to opens, be. It opens
1: Tony Wat and a hurricane, right? Isn't yeah. Hurricane the first song?
0: Yeah. Because all I with all I was thinking when I was watching it is what do these two have to do with each other? The music and the action in the robots. When when I say it set the stage, I realized absolutely fucking nothing. They have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> Everybody who recommended Bubblegum Crisis to me was like, All right, if you're gonna go into this, just know there's not much of a story. <laughs> like if you can just appreciate the aesthetics and the music, you will be fine. And me being the Plot whore that I am I just couldn't do that
1: That's fair I do I had Upon my rewatch I did look into it a little bit And I'll say my knowledge Is kind of Slightly surface You know Google on the internet A little bit Mm -hmm. From my understanding The story cuts short too There's a couple episodes Towards the end That they were promised That they never did Mm -hmm. And that's where Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040 Picks up As being able to give A little bit more of a story Right And that one I haven't Rewatch. So I'm curious to see, watching again, if there's more to it that the original anime misses that connects more of the dots, or if the charm for me in the show is truly just this 80s, 90s fantasy, robot, cyberpunk music storytelling.
0: Well, I think that 2040 came out not even. 10 years after og ended it came out in the it 90s relatively,
1: right yeah i believe it was relatively close to it yeah in so the they, time frame
0: yeah so they got to tell the story that they wanted to tell which is always great when they let it, the creators do that i wonder if it was the same creators i didn't look that part up i just know that it came out around that time yeah, it looks
1: like ninety eight was twenty forty, but I'm yeah I'm unsure with you as far as the creators.
0: And I mean, honestly, what a time between like d- during the original Bubblegum Crisis the original run, because so that that was like one of the weirdest times to enjoy television and film, because you think this shit is weird now. If you go back to the late eighties, early nineties. There are things like uh, Santa Sangre or Frankenhooker. You ever watch Frankenhooker?
1: (laughs) No, but I'm fascinated by the name.
0: Frankenhooker. This is, it has a point. Just just trust me. Frankenhooker is like the equivalent to Bubblegum Crisis in the sense that nothing truly makes sense. But it's... It's such an enjoyable watch, and you have you have a crush on on somebody, and it doesn't matter who it is. You're gonna have a crush on somebody, whether it be like the macho pimp, the nerd who <laughs> fucks everything up, or Frankenhooker herself. Honestly, like Frank Frankenhooker is the live action Bubblegum Crisis. You can quote me on that, even though it's not true at all.
1: <laughs> From a quick Google image search, it is quite the. The spectacle, it appears.
0: <laughs> a terrifying tale of sluts and bolts. Is that its tagline? It is. And Bill Murray said, I think it was Bill Murray, Is was like, if there's one movie that you watch this year, it has to be Frankenhooker. <laughs> That's on the Blu-ray box that I have. <laughs> I
1: love that you have the Blu-ray of it. Not an old DVD or VHS lying around. No. You I have the DVD of this. I have a, a Blu-ray of this.
0: My graduate school entry paper was on Frankenhooker. <laughs> rank hooker is what got me in nc state
1: oh fantastic but Colin- so is that an era that you're really uh movie and television wise really connected with
0: oddly enough like uh, the, the early 2000s is definitely where i flourish but as i've come into adulthood i definitely have more appreciation for 80s and 90s media I think part of that is because I became friends with so many people in the anime community who, um, like, post stuff from that, that era. Yeah. Like, um, I honestly had zero interest in Evangelion after the end of Ava showed on, li- on live television. And I saw a boy jizzing his hands over a comatose girl. Uh. I was like, I don't, I don't think I can. And now then as an adult, I'm like, this is art because of them. So because, because of all the friends that I've made, that's, that's the one thing that's incredible. um, When you meet enough people to change your perception, but um, yeah. yeah, So I am more willing to try things like bubblegum crisis, even though bubblegum crisis itself wasn't exactly my favorite. I think it's something that I would rewatch in like a year or two just to see how I feel about it then. Yeah, I, coming back to it. Or at least go to my favorite episodes. Cause some of them were actually pretty good, but some I was just like, no, nah.
1: I truly, and this is terrible to say there's one episode that stick. I think it's red eyes that sticks out to me where it, the storytelling just kind of goes from segment to segment and kind of pieces it together. And it's a little more disjointed But I found it such a fascinating episode, Hmm. as opposed to the first episode, which I truly could care less about. I enjoyed, like you said, the song, Chef Kiss, what a way to start. But it doesn't stick with me. There's nothing really in it that I could care less about going back to revisit that episode specifically.
0: For sure. Like, what was up with the kid?
1: Eye roll. True eye roll. I, Yeah. That was one, I will say, re-watching. You know when you come back to something and you have this visual in your head that you don't know where it exists? I could see that girl in my head, but I could not tell you where I'd seen the anime, what happened, what it was, and then watching it, I was like, this is that scene that has lived in the back of my mind for whatever reason when she's there and the whole uh, city comes to life and everything. and mm-hmm. It just had lived in there, but with no context of where it was actually from
0: and people are just i don't know people are just weird in that show i really don't like what what was his name leon was his name leon
1: <laughs> like the quintessential heartthrob
0: of the time that's just it he wasn't he wasn't that for me <laughs> i was like i was like this guy is a fucking dickhead <laughs> they give him
1: no true thing to connect with he just kind of is there they set him up with he's the other detective right the Mm -hmm. male counterpart to them kind of shows up on the scene Mm -hmm. does the kind of tuxedo mask you know vaguely does something helpful but not really but you know you're just supposed to fawn over him he's supposed to be that person
0: he gets his ass handed to him a fair amount of times (laughs) whether it's by priss or if it's by the actual enemy That's true. Chris will not give that man the time of day, and I don't blame her.
1: (laughs) Did you watch the original Japanese, or did you watch the dub?
0: I watched the original Japanese.
1: Okay. I did go back and watch the dub is what I watched. And I will say, Leon's assistant, whose name escapes me, I believe the redhead.
0: Oh, the gay dude?
1: Yeah. (laughs) There's something to be said about representation, but I don't know that he was it for me. But again, very specific for the time of kind of what I should expect.
0: And the fact that it was done by Animego, I I have to wonder because their their dubs are not great. Like they're the ones who did the the Urusei dub. If you've ever heard any of that,
1: I have not. And that's a show that I know I need to watch. <gasps> have you
0: really. haven't watched any of it.
1: I've not watched
0: any of it. Robert. Robert, that is my third favorite anime of all time.
1: So I'll definitely bump it up on the list a little bit. uh...
0: It's very dated, but (laughs) I want to get that out of the way. It's very dated. I mean, some of the jokes just really aren't supposed to be funny. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, a bad person. I think that the show is fucking hysterical. (laughs)
1: <laughs> is it just? I hate to say that product of its time is that.
0: Yes, from of it exactly. Yes, it's a product of its time, and I'm surprised it's getting a reboot after 40 years. But I'm very happy about it.
1: Yeah, it is definitely in that cycle of reboots. We've hit that 20, 30 year mark for so many shows. Oh, 40 for this one. Good for it. Get that
0: money. Whoever's yes. making
1: that coin, make that. Co- <laughs> yes.
0: Rumiko, please marry me. Takahashi, get that coin. Run her, her bag. It. She can, she can take a lot. That's what I'll say. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Speaking of which, cause you, you mentioned, uh, cycle. It's been 20 years, I think. Well, no, it, it will be 20 years soon. But then Yu Yu Hakusho live action is coming out.
1: I, I feel by going by the internet memes, I'm in uh, the minority on this one, but I'm not that offended by the cast releasing. I also don't have a connection to it from my childhood, if that makes any difference. It's my first time watching it now. And I've just finished demon arc, demon tournament, wherever we're at there. Oh, the, that's where I'm at in the middle of the show.
0: The Taguro brothers.
1: Oh yes. Could not wait for them to be done.
0: Yeah. When he like got all muscular, but like he was shedding. I was, I just thought to myself, this is a giant lizard, man. <laughs> he is literally peeling.
1: It it just gets in that overpowered territory where you're like, I don't really care. Just end this. However we're going to end this. We know Yusuke is not going to die. So let's just finish this up. Let's wrap this up somehow.
0: Are you watching the sub or the dub for that one?
1: I'm watching the dub for it. That's one
0: of the greatest dubs to ever exist.
1: Perfect. I I do watch a lot of dubs if I know Hunter x Hunter or Hunter x Hunter I've been watching dubbed Because some of them... I, you know, you want to put on and do something else. And mm-hmm. it's been much easier in the morning. So I'm getting ready for work or getting ready for something to put on an episode, listen to it while I'm doing stuff. And then, of course, I get caught up in the fight scenes and end up sitting down and losing track of time. But
0: Dude, I uh, really I, I get what you're saying, because I'm that way with the OG Pokemon dub. Okay. I just rewatched that over and over and over again, and I don't know. I feel I feel bad that I can't do that. I haven't been able to do that with the Pokemon dub since they switched the voice roles.
1: Do you still watch? Oh yeah, Pokemon as it comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been slowly working my way through Masters on Netflix and just leave it on, watch a few episodes. But I again, that's when I just leave the dub on and just go about my life.
0: We got a huge development on the, the day that we're recording this. The latest episode dropped, and it was a, f- it was a banger. Oh, my God. I, I, I guess I can't spoil this for you. I mean, you
1: can spoil it for me. It doesn't bother me.
0: Spoiler to whoever's
1: the, listening that cares.
0: Ash made it to the Masters 8, and he just beat Steven's ass so bad. I mean, not so bad, but he won, and that's what matters, so in my my eyes, he got stomped. Does this
1: make me a bad Pokemon fan that I have no idea who Steven's is?
0: Steven is, um, he's the Hoenn champion, so I don't know if you watched the Advanced Generation arc of the anime, the Hoenn region. I guess not, to be honest. The one with, uh, May and Max?
1: No, I did not.
0: Oh, you're it's it's fine. It was it was kind of stagnant at that point. And it didn't really pick up again until Diamond and Pearl. And then it became stagnant again. Then it didn't pick up until X and Y. And then Alola happened. And we all know how that went.
1: That is when I poked my head in and I was like, oh, I'm getting back into this. I watched two or three episodes of like getting back out and <laughs> close that door.
0: Okay. But the final battle between Ash and Kukui was so good
1: if I go back, that's the segment to watch that chunk
0: there. It's so good, dude. I fucking love, it. <laughs> I love everything about it. What is this? Return to meeting, remaining meeting time. Is is Zoom timing me? Oh.
1: It
0: that's might weird. be. That's weird.
1: My extent of Zoom knowledge is very minimal, so.
0: Yeah, I've originally it just let us go however long we wanted to go but now it's saying i have to upgrade to pro what is this
1: oh, the free trial's over <laughs> it's an enter credit card <laughs> i
0: guess oh it must have been like a pandemic thing that is hilarious
1: <laughs> they got us on that hook now they said everyone work from home now you gotta pay
0: oh god i hate that so much Actually, I think they're taking away, like, certain free parts of Crunchyroll. I don't know if you've heard about that.
1: That I'm very excited that they're merging Crunchyroll and Funimation. And I hope between the two of them, they can come up with a decent platform. However, this seems like the longest, most drawn-out, confusing merge.
0: Oh, for sure. In a long time. Dude, it pisses me off so bad because I just wanted everything to be over i thought they said initially it was going to take three or four months to get everything over and it's it's nowhere near close to being done
1: no and then right now we're i'm still paying for both at least because i don't want to lose the few things that we're watching and they're prioritizing the newer stuff which i absolutely get Mm. but as a fan of the 90s stuff so much of that's still stuck on Funimation that I hate to lose that access as it slowly drags itself over.
0: I'm just disgusted as a whole with streaming services. I mean, I, I collect Blu-rays. That's one of my main things. But, I mean, unfortunately, gotta have them. But it's to the point now where... Like, I, I'm not going to ask you where you watch Hunter Hunter. I know you're watching the 99 version, right? Yeah, yes. wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, like, I have to go other places to find like the older anime because the things that aren't quote unquote mainstream, you just can't you can't find anywhere. So things like Yawara, a fashionable judo girl, or Stop Hibari-kun which are two things I'm watching through right now, I I couldn't find those on stream. I couldn't even find them on Blu-ray or DVD. And I,
1: I think a lot of us, and I I definitely had my era where I was, you know, megavideo.com and going <laughs> through all of those. And now I don't mind. I'm fortunate enough that I can purchase or pay for the streaming if I have to. But you're right. Some of it you can't even if you wanted. I hunted forever uh, Nadia's Secret Blue Water. And I was like, I just cannot pay $300, $400 for it. Now I see they're announced their re-release of it but there's a few things like you said no matter if you want to pay it's hundreds of dollars off ebay Mm -hmm. or possibly legit quality possibly beat up whether it's working or not or it's just not available online i don't mind paying for streaming i don't mind paying a reasonable price on amazon if i had to but at least make it available
0: did you uh pre-order nadia by the way i did did you have you already watched it
1: I watched it again years ago, but I have not watched it.
0: I am since very, then. I'm very excited. It's it's in my cart of things to pre-order, and I have a I have a very large cart of things to pre-order.
1: I pulled the trigger on it because I knew I wanted to watch it, and I like to surprise myself when I pre-order things and <laughs> I never got it, and I'm just so excited I got them. I'm I happy which.
0: for you. It's great. It truly is. Have you watched, um, I see we're about to run out, so I'm going to have to restart the meeting in like five minutes. Um, That's fine. But have you watched um, VV Fluoride Eye Song? Because that's another thing that I. No. So that is on Crunchyroll and Funimation now. Well, I mean, it's finally moved to Crunchyroll. But it's an AI's 100-year journey to try and save the world actually i uh, i did an episode on it for anybody who hasn't heard it yet it's a pretty good one just like all of mine are because i'm the greatest podcaster in america um, but aniplex of america i I'm-, I'm getting to a point aniplex of america licensed baby <laughs> Fluoride song yeah you-, you know what i'm getting to. you know what i'm getting that don't you i don't yet oh aniplex of america they charge japanese rates for blu-rays so, a full season of an anime from Antiplex of America will cost you anywhere from like seventy something to like two hundred plus dollars. Ugh! Mind you, I could get Proof's Basket season three right now for like fifty, if that. But they want, I think, a hundred and thirty pre-order price for BB Four and I Song.
1: And that's, I get it. I'm not trying to short anyone in the industry, right? I get it. It costs money to make things. It costs money to record. But some of these prices, insane, or just not available. And, I, and then people wonder why bootlegging or illegal comes up. And it's, I hate to say, in some ways, self-driven, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just frustrating because I I'd like to save my money. I would. <laughs> I don't want to pay. I mean, of course, it's all just a hobby thing. So it's my. I feel weird saying it's my fault, but it kind of is because that's the hobby that I chose. Yeah, but it's just so. It's such an expensive hobby, and it, it truly is. It shouldn't be as expensive as it is,
1: and you risk. If you don't purchase something, you risk losing it, and then it getting lost for all eternity, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's fine.
1: It's on Funimation. It's on Crunchyroll, insert, whatever. It sounds like a paid advertisement. But (laughs) (laughs) then they decide to pull it off, and then you're stuck without it. And you're like, well, now either wait another 10 years for the re-release or the special edition. Or like we were just talking about, you go back on eBay and pay the $100 for a beat-up DVD set of something,
0: Yeah, like my friends bought me a limited edition box set of Don Machi, also known as "Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon?" question mark And collectively paid five hundred fifty five dollars and ten cents on it.
1: Yeah, there's some good friends though.
0: Yeah, I also checked in. Just, I'm not going to let them take all the credit, but I mean, they, they did do a majority of it, so (laughs) I appreciate them for, for what they did. Um, but the, just the materials and the fact that like season one's not on Crunchyroll anymore. So you have to get, it's not on Netflix. It's, I don't think it's on Hulu anymore. So you have to get a high dive subscription. If you want to watch season one, you can watch seasons, excuse me, two and three on Crunchyroll And you can only watch season 4, which is airing now, on High Dive. You can watch the entire thing on High Dive. Licenses are so fucky. And I don't know what to do with what. So, it's just a matter of, one, either mapping everything and trying to figure out where to cut costs or just buy it my fucking self. Or, of course, with the help of friends. And my mom. My mom is awesome.
1: And sometimes it's the route to go. I caught that trouble with Oh My Goddess because I had, I think it's available somewhere the original OVA, and I have the old DVDs floating around, so I watch those. But you can't watch the first season of the new series. The I think it's Flight of Fantasy or the second part's Flight of Fantasy, the one that came out ten years after that. Mm-hmm the Funimation has the second season, but that first season is owned by another company or pioneer or whoever is now defunct and it just sits in limbo. So you can't find that original season without paying money. It lives on Amazon, but it's been blocked on Amazon for a while. And I'm like, well, it's just going to watch that second season and go from there. I'm sure I can piece together the plot.
0: So tell me, is this what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. So funny story. Um, I bought this thinking it was the OVA. (laughs) Because it says volumes one through six. So I'm like, oh, because there's. But now I remember like, wait, shit, there's five episodes of the OVA.
1: Yeah. And those were in the ones I have are two. I guess jewel cases, right? Episodes one, two and three and episode four Mm. and five or whatever.
0: That makes sense. That seems like how they would do it. But yeah, I've been wanting, I want that original OVA. And every now and then I just look around trying to find it. And it's just, it does not work out well for me. <laughs> the last purchase
1: I had to make, which I posted about, was I finally had to re-buy X1999's manga because I had had parts of the original one of somewhere behind me that I decided to cut up and make a collage out of. And I loved it. But then, you know, 20 years later, whatever, I'm like, oh, shit, I really want to read it again. <laughs> and there's you know, holes missing from pages. So I had that debate of, do I wait for a reprint or do I buy one now that's decent quality? I will say it was only 170 for the seven volumes. That's They're awesome. in great condition, a little wear and tear, but truly not bad at all. That's and I that's solid. don't regret it.
0: And you got that from eBay? Yeah. eBay actually has, like I think, 13 out of the 15 total volumes of Video Girl I, and I want to read that so bad. Um, uh, Do it. Just
1: pull, the, pull the trigger on it.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it, but I, I have such a full list of things to buy. Yeah. Because the arsenal of things to talk about is ever-expanding. There are so many anime and manga out that just need to be talked about. My job is never done, Robert.
1: It never will be. There'll be more each time.
0: I know, and it's just... After a while, you're like, I can't be picky anymore. I can't be selective. I just have to dive in there.
1: Do you have a... I'll tell you what mine is, but I'll ask the question. Okay. Do you have a Moby Dick type Monger anime that you need to buy and you just can't find or just won't do. For me, it's Angel Sanctuary. And I know it's out there and I know I could buy it. But every time I look it up, I just get deterred by the price or just decide I don't need it. And I know I should do it and just make myself happy. But I always pull myself away at the last minute. I'll be hovering on that buy button and I just stop.
0: Uh I. I have an entire list of things like that. The first, of course, being the Video Girl Eye manga. But funny enough, I actually... So I know I said that Yara isn't on DVD. And like a lot of it isn't. But somebody on eBay is selling the first 40 episodes for $90. Right? $2 an episode,
1: right? Not bad.
0: I just... It's not the Which full series. It. It's not the full series. Like, I am planning on doing an entire homie check-in on Yawata, So, I want to have the full thing in my arsenal before I do that. Yeah. Also, so, like yeah, that video girl, I. Um, welcome to the ballroom. I've been thinking about a lot. Oh, the worst offender. So, like I said, Aniplex is the worst, but March comes in like a lion. Okay. They are selling 11 episodes for like $125. And there are 44 episodes total. So you spend over $500 if you include tax for 44 episodes of anime.
1: I don't think I could do it without a special edition or without some excuse to justify it or classic or not available anymore i don't
0: know that i could do it i guess my rationale is supposed to be as a fan that it's one of my favorite shows of all time but that's just not doing it for me so i i can't justify it plus the only place you can get stuff from aniplex is on right stuff unless you go to a convention which i mean i don't have any problem buying something from right stuff but is that is that it is that it?
1: <laughs> I know I bought a couple of things from them recently, but I can't recall. And I mean, the- going through their website, some of their websites are so depressing. I'm like, why do you have 10 shows and that's it? That's
0: right. Stuff has everything, bro.
1: So It must not be right stuff that I went through. One of them I went through recently. It was just the same repeated versions of a couple of shows. It just kept really releasing I'm like, Come on. This is
0: no right stuff. Like I, I will tell you, everything that is in my cart right now. And most of it is pre-orders. So, Look Back by Tatsuki Fujimoto, uh, the Jose the Tiger and the Fish manga, because the movie is spectacular, the animated one. I haven't seen the live-action one. Volumes 15 and 16 of Urusei Yatsura, VV Pluride Eye Song, which retail price is $164.98. But... My price is $129.98. <laughs> Nadia, The Secret of Blue Water, which is actually in stock on Right Stuff right now if you don't want to wait.
1: Oh, truly.
0: Urusei Yatsura, The Final Chapter, Pokemon the Movie, Secrets of the Jungle, uh, Burn the Witch manga by Kubo. Burn the Witch
1: was so good. You
0: watch the anime or did you just read the yeah. manga?
1: I watched. It. I haven't
0: read the manga. The manga is really good. I actually, when I get off of here, uh, my buddy Drew and I are going to watch the anime for the first time. Because I was like, "Dude, we need to watch that." I um, I have been super into trying to figure out what it's about for a year, and just never got into it. Um, but it's actually they're doing a limited edition Blu-ray for "Burn the Witch" too. Nice. So maybe you might want to get your hands on that one i'll have to
1: check it out i truly it was one of those we put on as a let's check this out i've heard some buzz about it and was not disappointed truly that the style like always a tight just so cool Mm -hmm. so unique that edgy that by anyone would feel kind of forced but just kind of feels edgy and cool that you want to be you know
0: was there a baller ass song like number one
1: Nothing in my head comes to mind as far as music, just some of the scenes, some of the fight scenes and things were just so, so fantastic.
0: Well, I'm hype. I, I actually, did you watch Bleach? Well, I don't know if it was growing up for you. I'm so, so sorry. I, watched, I don't mean, I don't, I don't mean that. No, as you're dig. fine.
1: I watched up to episode 24, where I had not Googled that the show does not end at episode 26. Mm. And then I realized it kept going and I just turned it off and never looked back.
0: I understand that completely, because it's like 366 episodes, I believe, or something like that, and there are people who swear by Bleach's name, it is one of the greatest shows of all time, of course it's part of the big three, you gotta love Bleach, and like, I I think it's cool, uh, <laughs> I I was never able to finish it. I do look up this one scene consistently, though, because I think it is hilarious, where um, Ichigo's theme song starts playing, and he goes up to try and rock Aizen's shit, and Aizen stops his sword with the finger, and the theme music just stops. <laughs> so it's like, Now you feel like number... I was like, Oh, God. what What's going on? <laughs> Do you know how powerful you have to be to stop a soundtrack? <laughs> like, Eisen's not a DJ. Eisen's not a sound mixer.
1: That's next level. Next level mastery right there.
0: And that was when I realized he has some Black Air Force activity. Like, he has that energy in him. I'm terrified of that man. And that's why I won't <laughs> go back to Bleach. At least that's what I say.
1: I I took down that one piece road. And once I started going down the one piece road, never looked back, love it so much. But anytime things shows got longer, I was like, well, if I've already dedicated myself to this one <laughs> horse, I I can't tie myself up to more. And I commend people that do it and go through all of them, bleach, Nardo, and One Piece. I just have never gone down anything but one piece. I know at some point, blasphemous to say. And partler Lori's been watching Dragon Ball. I've never watched an episode of Dragon Ball for real other than clips I've seen here or there or somebody has it on. But I know at some point, especially in the love of 90s, I need to go back and
0: give it a whirl. If it makes you feel any better, I don't like Dragon Ball Z.
1: Not at all? Not even the original or anything?
0: I like original Dragon Ball. Original Dragon Ball is fun. Dragon Ball GT, surprisingly, I like a lot. But Dragon Ball Z, I'm not a fan of. (laughs) <laughs> it just doesn't do it for me. I, I think the pacing is terrible.
1: Yeah. Is that one did you watch it all the way through or do you hold a plug on it?
0: I so that's one of those like childhood things. It was on Toonami. So however far it got on Toonami is how far I got. And then I even watched two Dragon Ball Kai and I was like, Alright, so I just don't like the story. I like Gohan though. Gohan's cool. Even though they kind of bitched him. <laughs> they did. They they ruined Gohan. And then they, every time they try and bring him back, they just tear him down again.
1: It's not worth it. Just leave him dead. Leave him alone.
0: Yeah, like, let, let, him, let the man live his life. Let him live a peaceful life with his family. That's what he wants to do. Stop making up excuses for him to fight. <laughs> it's part of why I don't like Dragon Ball Super. Aside from the fact that I don't like that animation that they have for it just doesn't look good i've n- never done any of it
1: i couldn't tell you
0: totally fine you don't look you don't have to you are a <laughs> you are a grown-ass man you do whatever you want if anyone tries to press you into watching dragon ball dragon ball z dragon ball gt or dragon ball super you say i am robert i am a grown man i am in my 30s <laughs> I have a husband and a job. I do what I want. That's enough. And then One Piece to keep up on. <laughs> and One Piece to keep up on. Thank God there's that little break, so that way people can get caught up to the manga and the anime and everything.
1: It's so hard. I'll admit, I'm anime watcher for One Piece, but it's so hard to dodge any of the spoilers. So at this point, I've just come to accept that whatever happens, I'm going to have spoiled for me, and I'll just enjoy the ride as I'm going.
0: I guess you could say that you got some boy joy out of that. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I had to, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm on like chapter thirty something of One Piece. Like my, my journey has just started.
1: It's true. So where are you in the the One Piece journey?
0: I I can tell you right now. Um like very, very early. They're still trying to stop the pirates from killing Usopp's friend. Oh. I'm very early.
1: So very early.
0: Yes. I'm not not even... I'm on chapter 35 right now. There are so many
1: chapters.
0: (laughs) This conversation
1: has come up recently with my husband. He had joined... I had watched it for many years. And then... When we got to Nico Robbins' backstory, I was watching, he would come home from work, see a little bit of it, and then eventually it came to that point, you know, and your friend or partner or whatever is like, hey, just if you want to wait for me, you know, I'll, I'll watch it. You know, it moves from that like sitting down watching to engaging to, hey, wait for me and we'll watch it. So we picked up from that point and watched together, but he has never seen the first episodes, first parts of One Piece. So I truly believe the first time he's going to see any of that story is the live action Netflix adaptation Rip. and I love the idea of that being his first time watching any of the original.
0: <laughs> also is it bad that one of the reason one of the main reasons that I'm reading One Piece is for Nico Robin?
1: No, not at all. She is 100% worth it.
0: She's apparently she from what I've heard she's is like the most grounded character out of all of them. And extremely well written, and on top of that, I just have a huge crush on her. I refuse to touch grass, by the way.
1: It's a very justified crush. Yes, uh, Nico is fantastically done. I think Oda at some points flounders in his powering of the female characters. I think Nami and Nico kind of go up and down. Hmm. Nico has the option to just be so badass and just destroy everybody. So there has to be some balance to it, right? She can't just go and snap everyone's neck all the time. Mm. But when they give her those moments to just finish people, truly wonderful.
0: I'm a fan of that. I do want to know where her melanin went, but that's that's a story for another day.
1: It went to her boobs as they increasingly get larger and larger and larger. That's another reason. Series. I guess
0: that's another reason to read the One Piece, huh?
1: <laughs> as their breasts just get bigger, their waist gets smaller as it just keeps going.
0: It's so weird. Like, why did he do that?
1: I'm just shaking my head. I truly, there's at some point, I will have to look it up and text you at some point later in the series where they show her in uh sliding down a zipline and it is just the most absurdity of proportions that is almost not real like you just have to question be like did anyone look at this when this was going on nobody said hey you know this is a little little far
0: and this is in the anime or the manga yeah oh in the anime in okay. the anime at least oh god i i feel like i'm going to be uncomfortable Goodness gracious! I I am excited to keep going in my One Piece journey, though I think it'll be rewarding.
1: There's a lot of really good moments in it. I, I think, like so many shows, uh, I had my first time watching Star Trek: Next Generation recently.
0: Hmm.
1: In One Piece, for me, Next Generation, not growing up with it, there are some of these shows that. Are so dependent on the characters being themselves. Like when Zoro is in a situation, you know, it's so Zoro. That's what he's gonna do. Of course, he's gonna get lost. Of course, <laughs> this is gonna be the shenanigans. And I truly just enjoy that when that character is so well defined in their reactions, the ways they do things, the things they say, how they fight. You know, I think that's what One Piece truly shines in. Each character in some way you can argue is a cliche of a stereotype or whatever you want to say of the hero or the female character, the money, Nami, the money-hungry, driven power woman, right? But they're all so good and they have stories and also you know how they're going to react in certain situations. So that setup of Nami getting near money or an opportunity to make money or exploit a man for money, you know, just (laughs) rubbing your hands, licking your lips, knowing that scene's going to happen (laughs) is... Rewarding
0: when it does. Well, I'm gonna keep you posted on my reading because let's see, how many chapters are there? I should, it's easier
1: to go from the back. 1056, I believe.
0: 1053. So I have over a thousand chapters of One Piece to get through. (laughs) And apparently, One Piece is gonna end in three years.
1: With the caveat that he's terrible at judging his own time, I didn't read the full statement from him. But
0: <laughs> I wonder, if, like, how's I wonder if his concept of time is reflected in Zoro's concept of direction.
1: <laughs> That's where that comes from.
0: It's like I see three years. Oda says. I see seven. A bystander says. <laughs>
1: I, tr- I would love to see it end in three years. Not for a rushed ending. I want to get all the joy out of it. But there is something, I think, satisfying about it coming to a conclusion rather than just truly being dragged on forever. And I know it'll probably be another 7, 10 years. I'll be realistic with it. But the the pace they're going at with Wano, the animation, the characters, the story, is so fantastic that I want to see it just keep going up that hill and stop at the top. I don't want to see it have this drag-down ending and just kind of disappoint. But I I wonder, too, can it deliver in its end after watching or reading a thousand chapters? Can it deliver in the end?
0: I wonder. Because, I mean, there are some uh, anime and manga that just are not ending. I think that's a problem that people have with Pokémon. Going back to Pokemon, people are like, this show should have ended a long time ago, but you gotta sell games, gotta sell merchandise, which yeah. I don't think that's Oda's problem at all, but Satoshi Shijiri, he was like, I just wanted to make a game that like reflected my childhood experiences, and somehow it turned into the most profitable franchise of all time. So, of course, Ash is going to keep going to new heights and going to new regions and now aim to be the top trainer in the world because they've got to sell, sell, sell. Yeah. But Pokemon should have ended like probably five years ago.
1: I think that one's had another resurgence as the younger generation ages up and coming back to it. Mm -hmm. But I agree, at some point it's time to finish those stories. And I commend... Were you a Digimon fan? Yes. Did you how did you feel about the final movies that they released?
0: Are you talking about Try or are you talking about I think it was called the Final Evolution?
1: Both of them in general.
0: I didn't get to watch um I didn't get to watch Final Evolution. Try was very interesting. From what I um, I
1: really like Try.
0: Um, but the, from the ones that I saw and then the ones I read about, I was like, this is an interesting way to like progress the characters, show where they come from, or like or like show show where they've come from, where they're on their way to, and then from what I've read about the final evolution, where they end up.
1: Yeah, I think they do a good job of. In granted, the stories are so vastly different between Pokemon and Digimon, but taking characters that you love and giving them a natural conclusion an adult conclusion, one that you can relate with. I did not finish the relaunch of the series. There are parts I enjoyed about it, and there's some point, I think six episodes in, I bailed. Mm-hmm. I know Pokemon will probably never give Ash that mature of an ending, but I think at some point it's time for that journey to end. And let somebody else start, pick it up somewhere else, go explore, continue the franchise, but Ash can retire. Mm-hmm. That's
0: honestly what I want. I want him to be able to retire. I want him to be able to figure out what it means to be a Pokemon master and just fucking do it. Because honestly, the side stories and spinoffs that they make for Pokemon are so much better than the actual anime sometimes.
1: I've watched a few of them. The the one-off episodes and various stories they have done separately, right?
0: Yeah, or even... Like, um, I Choose You, The Power of Us, and Secrets of the Jungle, that alternate universe that they made?
1: Yes, I watched both of those.
0: They are incredible, I think. And I think that it started because there was no way to make a movie about anything that happens in Alola. (laughs) That is... I'm pretty sure that's why they made that alternate universe. And the movies are just some of the best in the series aside from Pokemon, the movie 2000 and Pokemon heroes. Classics. Dude, top tier hallways. Like um, when
1: you free yourself from some of the confines that you've created over the course of years, you get the chance to tell new stories, different ways as you've establish different things along the course. Right. And that's fine. I get a natural story and even one piece to talk about that over the course of a thousand episodes, technology changes. Right. Mm -hmm. So how those characters interact with quote unquote, modern technology in their world. I don't know if you've gotten to too much of the snail communicators, but they become a much bigger part of the story operating kind of as a cell phone, you know, in certain instances, there's some changes that need to happen i think to just kind of keep up with the times and when you're able to do like you're saying pokemon create this alternate universe and say these are all the parts of everything that we've discovered over the years that we like we don't want to confine ourselves to one generation living in one region Mm -hmm. we want to have this free for all we want to have the different attacks different dynamax different blends you know all available to use which is what i've enjoyed about masters as well is some of that freedom from the confines of just traveling around in a designated
0: path. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, I'm going to keep you updated on my One Piece journey. And when the Master Date is over, Masters Eight—sorry, I—I don't think I have a lisp, but I have just like an abnormally large tongue. Um, when the Masters Eight is over, I'm going to tell you everything that happens. I'm going to be like, "Hey, either Ash did it or Ash didn't do it." Yeah,
1: let me know. Follow the, feed me those spoilers. I'll be honest, there's a lot of things I just rather get that spoiler for, get the excitement. I love, I think this is great too with so many things. When somebody's so hyped about something and they just share that excitement, even if you have no idea what's going on, I love just listening to somebody go off on their excitement about their passion.
0: Honestly, you should sit on one of my therapy sessions then because my, <laughs> no, my, ther- my therapist was like dead ass. He was like, Cameron are you okay and I'm like okay so here's the thing therapist Ash and Steven are about to go up against each other in the Masters 8 tournament <laughs> and if Ash doesn't win I don't know what I'm going to do with myself and she's like um, well this is your time so let's work through this
1: <laughs> so. on a side note therapy primo Dude. primo 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 what a life changer
0: Dude, the the homie check ins are what I um are what not that's not like me being a therapist, but like the homie check ins that I'm that I'm doing are like the way to be like, hey, like let's normalize this or like let's get you feeling good about this. So like at the end I'm always like, you know, there are people who care about you and there's the um there are people in the medical professional industry who who will be there for you. Just got to find the right one. Um, love to have you on for a homie check-in because those things get really deep and really real. If you're down for that.
1: I've seen you post them, but I'll I have to check them out. Cause I am all for it. I had recently in the last couple years had a problem at work. Things weren't going well. Spare the details. One of my managers was like, Hey, have you looked into therapy? We offer free sessions through the business. We started going bi weekly, and it was such a game changer to just feeling better and figuring out the next step I need to take in my life and how to improve my own personal happiness and well-being.
0: I'm glad that you were able to um, to get the resources that you need because that's just very important. I'm very happy for the- that whenever whenever anybody can get that yeah and on that note I think this is the place to call it my friend Sounds like a good stopping place. So if you want to follow me you can do so on Instagram at AnimeAlphaGoat, on Twitter at our anime or on or you can email me at our uh, anime at gmail.com. Of course, I would like to thank my good friend Robert for joining me. Thank you, Cameron. And what's that social for your shop slash where people can get in touch with you?
1: So you can follow us on Instagram at Otakara Style, where we post a lot of our watchings, where we're what we're doing, what we've been watching recently, and our website, Otakaras if you're looking at any of our merchandise or anything that we're selling, any of our designs.
0: Nice. And those are some really good designs, y'all. So please, please, please check them out. And we'd appreciate that, it. Yes. <laughs> I, I would appreciate it because it's fucking dope. But on that note, we are out.